Welcome to this week's virtual drosha. This week we have the incredible privilege of Parshas Mishpatim. And the parish, in addition to being filled with so many beautiful mitzvos, also communicates another message to us. Remember, just a few weeks ago, we were slaves to Paro in Egypt. Kadesh Baruch Hu freed us. He made us into an independent, free, autonomous nation. But what does it mean to be free? The ability to be free means the ability to make something of your life, the ability to build a just society, the ability to build a land, the ability to build yourself. But how do you do that? And the truth is, the derech, the pathway to do that, is through commitment to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, through ultimately commitment to the other, through cultivating a profound and meaningful relationship between myself and Hashem, and between myself and my fellow man. And therefore the mitzvot in this week's parsha are dedicated to that. They teach us how to act. They teach us how to interact. They teach us how to create meaning again in my relationship with Hashem and in my relationship with my fellow Jew. And I'll share with you an incredible pasuk. This is in Parak Chav Gimel, Pasuk Hey, chapter 23, verse 5. The Torah says, Listen to the case. You go ahead and you're walking on the street and you see the donkey of your enemy. Right? The donkey of your enemy, Rovets Tachas Masao, buckling underneath its burden. What's the first thought that goes through your head? I'm not helping out. I'm not helping out. Right? So you can imagine, I'm walking down the street, I see Ruvain's donkey. I hate Ruvain for whatever the reason, right? Which is, which is also an Aser, but it's also Isser, but okay, I hate Ruvain. I see Ruvain's donkey is struggling, it's buckling on the load. My first thought is, I'm not helping. Not that I have anything against donkeys. Um, I love donkeys. But at the end of the day, I don't like Ruvain. So therefore, I'm not helping the donkey because I don't want to help Ruvain. So the first thought that goes through my head is, Vechadal azovlo. Torah says, no, Azov tazovim. We have to help. You have to help. A simple yet profound apostle. What is Torah teaching us? That sometimes you just have to do the right thing, even if you don't want to do it. The right thing to do is the animal is struggling. The right thing to do is to help. I, you hate the owner. The owner is your enemy. Maybe you even have good reason to dislike the owner. That's fine. Deal, deal with that a separate time. Right now, your obligation as an empathic, feeling human being is to help the struggling animal. But the Vashem Tavach understands that this Pasuk also contains a profound metaphorical lesson as well. And the Rebbe says like this. I'm going to quote to you. He says, so listen to this. The says, this is incredible. He says, So we translate it as, you will see the donkey of your enemy. But the Rebbe says, Chamar doesn't just mean donkey. Chamar means Chomer, Chumrius, physicality. If you see your physicality, which is your enemy, meaning what, says the Rebbe, each of us possess a guf, a body, and a neshama, and a soul. And the truth is, most of life is a struggle between these two forces. My soul, my soul wants to come closer to Hashem. My soul wants to accomplish. My soul wants to self-actualize. My body, right? My soul wants eternity. My body wants gratification, immediate gratification. My soul wants, excuse me, my body wants pleasure. My body wants just whatever it could grab in the here and now. So the soul wants eternity, the body wants immediate gratification. And there is this struggle, the struggle between the body and soul, which continues often throughout 120 years in this world. So the Rebbe says like this, 
So ultimately, again, when you go ahead and you see the chumrios, you see that your body, your body, your physicality, your own physicality, often becomes your greatest enemy. And so what happens? So there might be a situation in life where maybe the body is suffering a little bit. So you might think to yourself, you know what? I shouldn't help the body. I'm physically suffering, I should leave it alone. Because this way, the body which causes me so much trouble, the body which causes me so much agmas nefesh, the body, the physicality, the carnal desires in life, which so often derail my personalistic accomplishment. You know what? If it's buckling under its load, there's some type of physical problem. You know what? I should just leave it alone. I should just leave it alone. I should just leave it alone, just let the body wither away, because after all, all the body is, is an enemy. See, had the Vashan that's reading the Pasuk, Ki sira chamor sonacha, when you will see the chumrios, the physicality, your own physicality, which is often your greatest enemy in life, because it derails your soul from accomplishing what the soul wants to do. And maybe you'll come to a situation of rovet tachas masao, the body struggling. So you'll say to yourself, Vichadaltame azavlo. No, let the body suffer. Let the body, it's good for the body to suffer. The body causes so many problems, so many troubles. I'm going to let the body suffer. The Torah says, no. Azov ta'azov imo. Don't let the body suffer. Don't let the body suffer. Lift the body up. Lift the body up. Help the body ultimately again out of its difficult situation and find a way to create a synergistic harmony between body and soul. Now, on a most basic level, what the Rebbe is teaching us, and again, this was, this was part of the tenet of Hasidus, this is one of the pillars upon which the Baal founded the movement of Hasidus, is that one doesn't have to engage in self-punishing behaviors in order to become a spiritual person. The body is not my enemy. The body is not my enemy. The body ch- is, challenges me. The body presents certain obstacles and hurdles. But if one works hard enough, one could sublimate the physicality to the spirituality. But the way to do that is not through punishing the physical. It's not through negating the physical. You know, this, there, there, is a, there is a school of thought like this in, in Yiddishkeit that ultimately the way to go ahead and become a truly spiritual person is to suppress the physical as much as possible. Now again, do we all agree, right? Again, the Ramchal writes about this exp- extensively that obviously there's the concept of limiting one's one's consumption. There's a there's a there's a concept of limiting one's access or one's enjoyment of the material world for a whole variety of reasons. But limitation is very different than punishment. And you might have thought, says the Rebbe, that maybe the only way to become a truly spiritual being is to punish the physical. And therefore, again, if you see the physical, if you see the chamor son acha, the physicality which is often your enemy, rovet tachas maso, struggling, I would say, leave it alone. Leave it alone. Baal Shem says, no, no, no. Azov tazovimo. Azov tazovimo. The pathway to success doesn't come through punishing the physical. The pathway to success comes somehow through sublimating, or maybe better stated, creating this partnership between body and soul. Because you see, dear friends, the soul needs the body, and the body needs the soul. A body without a soul is an animal. And the truth is, none of us want to be animals. But a soul without a body doesn't have the ability to affect any level of change, doesn't have the ability to accomplish anything in this world. So the goal over here 
is not to punish the body. The goal over here is not to let the body buckle underneath its overwhelming load. The goal is not to engage in self-punishing behaviors. The goal is to somehow figure out a way to say, hey, body, you need the soul. Soul, you need the body. So how can we come to a happy medium in life? How can we come? Don't punish the body. When you will see your physicality, which often you perceive as your greatest enemy. Suffering. Suffering. Physically suffering. You'll say, ah, good. Let the body suffer. Let, let, let it diminish. Let it decay. Let it go. No, no, no. You'll think you shouldn't help the physicality at all. No. Azov tazovimo. If your body needs a refua, help it out. Your body needs something, help it out. Take care of your body. Because if you take care of your physical needs, then ultimately your neshama will have a kli. Your neshama will have a vessel with which to effect dramatic change for yourself and for the world around you. And I think, which is an incredible, incredible lesson by itself about the Baal Shem Tov's derech, of finding a happy medium, a synergistic partnership between the body and the soul, a body without a soul is an animal. A soul without a body is simply irrelevant. Can't do it, at least in this world. Can't do anything without that body. But I think the Baal Shem Tov is teaching us an additional lesson as well, which is sometimes when we mess up in life, we think that like our avoda is to punish ourselves. It's to punish ourselves. You know, I messed up, and what do I need to do? I need to constantly remind myself how badly I messed up. I need to constantly live and relive that mistake as if somehow walking away, walking around with the perpetual pain of my life mistakes somehow is a tikkun, somehow helps me. But the truth is, we know that it's not true because those of us who walk around with the pain, with the perpetual pain of our mistakes, the truth is all it does, all it does is it pushes one into a deep pit of yeosh, of despair. So the Rebbe says, you might think that in the aftermath of catastrophic life failure, and I use catastrophic, okay, it doesn't catastrophic, and the aftermath of life failure, your job is beat yourself up. Beat yourself up. How could you do this? How could you behave like this? And mamish, beat, 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 right? Go ahead and remind yourself of how frail and how terrible and how horrible you are. The Rebbe says, no, no, no. Sometimes, uh, it's me. I'm the chamar. I'm the chamar sonacha. Sometimes I see myself buckling underneath the load of my past indiscretions. The chamor sonacha, sometimes I see myself because I've used my body, I've used my physicality, I've used my abilities not to do good things, but to make dramatic mistakes. And sometimes I find myself buckling underneath the load of those mistakes. And sometimes I think to myself, you know what? I just want to offload. But then I think to myself, no, 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 the azavlo. No, what does it mean to be a Jew? We all know what does it mean to be a Jew. What people think, what does it mean to be a Jew? To always feel guilty. To always feel guilty, right? And the guiltier you feel, and the more terrible you feel about yourself, ah, that's halig, that, that's beautiful. The Rebbe says, no, 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 no. You might think that it's your job to carry around your indiscretions, to carry around the pain of past decisions, to carry around the pain of past failures for the rest of your life, and you're buckling underneath it. And you might think, that you are not entitled to help yourself offload that load? Torah says, no. Azov ta'azov imo. Unload it. Unload it. Help the donkey, help the chamar, help the person back, help yourself back up. 
My job in life is not to suffer underneath the burden of my past indiscretions. Do I need to do tshuva? Do I need to repent for what I've done wrong in the past? Absolutely. Absolutely. But does there come a point in time where I don't have to shoulder all of my mistakes every single minute of the day? Absolutely. Absolutely. We think, we think that what it means is I always have to be that beast of burden. What's my burden? It's the collective mistakes of my entire lifetime and I carry them with me and I'm beating myself up over it. Kashbarahu says, no, no. You think the Chadaltame Azovlo, you might think, no, you're not allowed to offload it. Azov Tazovimo. Help relieve the burden. Let go. You know, in Dafyomi this week, we had the Gemara Masechus, and Dharam said such a beautiful phrase, my dahava hava. Sometimes in life, you have to let the past be the past. Sometimes you just have to let it go. So many times in life, we walk around carrying so much guilt, carrying so much pain, carrying so much heartbreak because we think that that's the obligation we have in the aftermath of failure. Do I have to learn from my mistakes? Of course. Do I have to do tshuva for my mistakes? Of course. But do I have to schlep a lifetime filled with remorse, with failure, with life fatigue, with missteps and mistakes? Absolutely not. Azov tazovimo. You don't have to be the beast of burden and carrying around everything for your entire life. Maybe what Parshas Mishpatim represents for us as an opportunity to live that mantra of the Gemara. My dahava hava. What was, was. I've made many, many, many mistakes. But the truth is now I'm choosing to unload that burden so that Amir Hashem, I could build a beautiful future. Wishing everyone a good Erev Shabbos and a beautiful Shabbos Kodesh.